0: One of the things we have to do as Christians is handle business properly. We have to make sure that we take care of things within the church and outside of the church. Take care of personal matters, as well as business matters. Theologically, if if I am going to handle something as a disciple of God, it says that I'm going to put into action what I have received From God's house prophet. Yeah, and I said house prophet. A house prophet equates a pastor. Pastor has been charged, according to Jeremiah 3 and 15, to feed the people of God with knowledge and understanding. And so if I'm going to handle things correctly I need to make sure that I show up to church be attentive to what is being proclamated and leave the church not only as a happy hearer but a doer of God's word. I like how James stated it. James said in order to get the blessing." You have to be a hearer and a doer. You can get happy just by hearing the word. But if you want to be blessed according to the word, you have to put into action what you listen to. And so it says to me, I have to be studious. I have to be hungry for the word. And that's important when you consider what Jesus said. He said, if you hunger and thirst after righteousness, you're going to be satisfied. You're going to be fruitful. Something is going to take place in your life that's going to cause a change for the better. Now, I don't have to go to a whole lot of scriptures to prove that. I got a number of folk in here tonight. You know what it is to, to put the word into action and receive bounty from God. Where are you at tonight? You have put the word into action and God has blessed you time and time again. You are a blessed somebody. Because there are a whole lot of folk in order for them to talk about what God has done. They have to go way, 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 and and way, and then way, and way, and and then way, way back. But you are blessed because you have a right now testimony. You have a present day testimony. Where are you at? You have a present day testimony. Testimony. You don't have to reach way back, and you really don't know how blessed you are. Because there are some folks that are connected to the wrong person, connected to the wrong shepherd. Their shepherd does not get before God and seek God for a prophetic word. Does not get before God and receive from God what the people of God need on a daily and a weekly basis. And so they come to the church hungry and they leave hungry. And so every time somebody begins to talk about the goodness of God because they have no present testimony they have to reach way back but when you are blessed with a word week in and week out and and when testimony service is open up you have to choose what you're going to say you have to choose what you're going to talk about because God done blessed you so much say to your neighbor you are blessed somebody if you get a fresh word You don't have to be happy about it, but if you get a fresh word week in and week out, you are a blessed somebody. It ain't nothing like going to church, receiving the word, and and you happy and smiling and you leaving smiling because you know you just got your rhema. You just got that which was tailored to your situation. You had been in the prayer closet all week long asking God to do it, asking God to talk to you, and time you got to the church house, it started when the minister started praying. Then it then one of the praise singers started singing a song and it got in your spirit a little bit more but then your house prophet stepped forth with a word and when that word got in your being it was like fire shoved up in your bones as somebody has it ever felt like fire. Has the word ever felt like fire on the inside of you? A word that caused you to leap a little bit. You were going through trials, but you leap anyhow. You were going through hard times, but you turn in victory anyhow. You were battling in your flesh, you were battling in your spirit, you were battling in your soul, but you dance anyhow you start singing your own song it didn't make sense to nobody but you but it get like that when you know God done bless you with a rainbow word if you know what I'm talking about tell three folk I know what he talking about I got anybody in here you can't wait to get to your church because you know you're going to get a fresh word. You got some folk that come to a hot church, ain't looking to be fed, ain't looking for a word that's going to transform them. I don't like folk like that sitting beside me too much. I like folk sitting beside me who ready to praise God who ready to give him the glory, who ready to magnify him. I want folks sitting beside me that done took off the brakes and and done said to God, have your way. Whatever you want to give me, go ahead and give it to me. I'm your cup. Fill me up. Matter of fact, if you want to just run me over, just go ahead and do it. It's nothing like A sure word of prophecy. Nothing like a valid word that you know God has put in the belly of your house prophet. You have your spiritual eyes on. Looking and you you notice that the pastor is pregnant with a word. Getting ready to release something. And then you look a little closer and you notice that it's got your name on it. It's got your name on it. See, see, even in scripture, you, you had folks that just knew what they needed to do when, when they were going through hard times, when they were battling something. They, 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 knew, they knew that they needed to get to the house of God, needed, needed to get to a hot service, needed to get to Jesus. Scripture talks about a woman with an issue of blood that that wanted to get well. Says she, she went to a whole lot of doctors. The doctors didn't do her no good. And in the process, she also got in debt. She had a whole lot of money, but she spent all that she had trying to get well and messed around and got in debt. But then she heard about Jesus. She heard about how the word will change your life. She heard about how the word contains Rapha, a healing. She heard about how Jesus could change a soul that was in distress. She heard about how Jesus could satisfy a discontented person. She heard about how Jesus could turn a life completely around. And so when she showed up at the service, she showed up like nobody else showed up. You know, some folks, they'll show up for the service, but but this particular woman, she showed up ready. Have you ever came to the church ready for your miracle? Came to the church ready for your rhema word? Came to the church ready to get what you need in order to cause you to be debt free? Ready to get what you need in order for you to have what God has promised in his word? Have you ever came to the church ready? Matter of fact, I want to know if you're ready right now. long story short short, she got what she came for she heard the word believed it said within herself if I just touch the hem of his clothes I will be made every bit whole she got her healing when she touched the hem of his garment but Jesus knew the woman needed more than just the healing he knew the woman needed some money he knew the woman needed to get out of debt and so he prophesied to her that not only are you heal but you are whole you are complete you are a product of abundant life because Jesus will not just heal you and leave you hanging that ain't what his mission is that ain't what he came to do John 10 10 says the thief comes not but to steal kill and destroy but Jesus came that we might have life and that we might have it more abundant look at somebody and say Jesus came to bring you out the poor house Jesus came to help you live above and not beneath. He came so you could be the head and not the tail. He came so you can have the good measure, the press down, the shaker together, and the running over. You know you can't have it on your heart. You got to connect with Jesus. You got to have a word, a word, a word, a word, a word in order for your life to be changed for the better. Am I talking about you? What is so important about connecting with the prophet? What is so so important? Number one, Amos 3 and 7 says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. How many believe that scripture? He's going to reveal his secrets to his servants, the prophets. The reason some folks don't get a profound word is because their prophets does not seek God for the secret. I'm trying to tell you that you just can't join any church or go to any church. You're blessed when you have such a church as OCC. Let me, let me tell you something. That there, there are some folks, it's not about seeking God for what the house that he or she pastors needs. It's about trying to be popular, saying what others are saying. But if it's going to come from God, it's going to come through revelation and it's going to come through the persons that he has ordained it to come through. And again, Amos 3 and 7, surely the Lord God will do. Help me. But he revealed his to his Prayer. the prophets. I got a plan for so, so, so and so. Dog, she gonna be at church this morning. And when you drop the rainbow that I have given you, it's going to change your life in a way that she never dreamed. Some of us have received such a word. God dealt with you before you even got to the church that he was going to change your life for the better. Some some of you, 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 you're doing real good right now, but it ain't always been the case. A word changed you. Good God, say to somebody, I'm a product of the word and not just any word folks a draw a text or pull a text from the Bible but it but it won't affect you because it wasn't revelation it wasn't coming from the spirit see when his real prophecy according to 2 Peter 1 20 and 21 the person that's receiving the prophecy, receiving the word is moved by the Holy Spirit, the person has an unction, the person has something that comes forth in the closet the person has something that comes forth in their private chamber that, that causes them to be transformed to the point to where they can receive within their be what God has ordained not only for them to have but for everybody that will show up at the church, for everybody that's coming in the church hungry see because God is omniscient, he knows if you're going to be ready for it before you even walk through the door, because God is omnipotent, he gonna have what you need, all you got to do is just come ready, he got the power, he got the duty, he's got the exousia to make sure You get what you need All you gotta do is come home All you gotta do is come Looking for God But it's something else You gotta know you got to know from whence cometh your help. You got to know from whence cometh your blessing. You got to know if you can just get to your church. If you can just hear from the man of God that something is going to happen, things are going to be better, things are going to be brighter, things are going to be on the up and up. You may be in the hottest trial of your life, it may be fire like Peter talked about in 1 Peter 12. But you know within yourself, if I just get. To the house of God, I'm gonna be feeling better. I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna change. I just got to get to the house of God. Well, they saying they need you to do this, that, and the other. Tell them I do it after church. Because I got to get to the house of God. You don't want no breakfast this morning. I don't need no breakfast this morning. I'm going by what Jesus said. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Have you ever been hungry? And you just had to get to the church house. You just had to get to the church. You just had to get before the men of God. You appreciated the praise service. You appreciated every other aspect of the service. But on that particular day, you in particular came for the word of God. Am I talking about anybody? Which brings me to the text. A woman had just lost her husband. Just lost her husband. She didn't grieve when you consider the text. She didn't grieve because she was under pressure. She had lost her husband. And the person that her husband was indebted to of the creditor had got word to her not only have you lost your husband but you're getting ready to lose your sons if you don't have my stuff. If you don't take care of this debt you're going to lose your sons. Can you imagine her wanting to grieve over her husband? But because of the pressure, she knew. I got to take care of this. I got to take care of this. Some folk, when they experience such call mama. Call the parents. Call somebody that may have a little something something. But she got to thinking within herself My husband, he did. He left me with debt, But it's one thing about him. He loved the man of God. He loved God as well. I got to go to Elisha. And so she didn't just go to Elisha. Elisha as a normal person. Scripture says that she went crying to Elisha. Probably, probably uh, speaking not just about how loud her voice was but even tears streaming down her face. Then when, when, when you're really distraught or extremely upset. Tears just don't stream down your face. Tears seemingly leap out of your eyes. Touch your face as well as your clothing. Because you you, you are in desperate need of something. I don't, I don't care how old a mother's children get. They still refer to them as their babies. God, I should have had a response from mamas. What you going to do today? I'm going to see my son. That boy 51, I'm going to see my boy. She knew Elijah had the answer. She knew Elijah had a connection with God. She knew Elijah was first of all a bona fide prophet of God. She knew that God was in his life, but she she undoubtedly knew number one that Elijah had a mantle, a prophetic mantle upon him that was primarily about salvation. When you check out his ministry, his ministry was a ministry. When, when he operated in the gift of a prophet, he would release words of salvation. Matter of fact, when it comes to the meaning of his name, it means my God saves. He lived according to the meaning. He knew God was a deliverer. You know, because salvation is threefold. It says that God will pull you out of your predicament. But then God will also put a hedge around you in order to keep the enemies out. But he will not stop there. He will also cause you to increase. He will not just bring you out and protect you. He will cause you to inherit the blessings of God. He will cause you to inherit that which Solomon talked about adds no sorrow with it. He will cause you to be blessed. And so, Elisha, wearing the prophetic mantle, wearing a mantle of salvation, undoubtedly had a word for the woman. Now, I need to pause and and ask you, do you know the mantle that God has put upon your pastor? I know your pastor can, can preach He can teach He can do a number of things But there are particular giftings That God will give a house profit God, God dealt with me Even when I didn't have much money in my pocket And he told me, I'm going to use you to help people be productive in every aspect of your life. That's the mantle that's going to be upon you. When you speak, it's going to cause folks to prosper. When you speak, it's going to cause folks to come out of their Place, come out of their hole, come out of their predicament and start to go down a road that's going to cause them to get better and better and better and better and better. And better. It may not happen all at once, Walker, but if you put forth that word, you're going to see folks little by little become productive, not just spiritually, not just financially, but in every aspect of of their lives there is a specific function there is something that God has specifically given your pastor his gifting and you recognize that gift just like the woman he has the word of salvation he can can get me out of this debt problem all I got to do is get to him. That's the reason when you hear folk talk about they are a prophet, you have to really wonder what Bible they've been reading. Because see, some folks, some folks say they're a particular thing because it's popular. It's just like in the day and time we live in, you can't, you can't even turn down two or three streets without seeing somebody saying they are an apostle. Barely can spell apostleship but but an apostle. Stay in the same place all the time but an apostle goes from place to place to place but an apostle. One of the worst things that can happen to a child of God in reference to the relationship with their pastor is ignorance. Ignorance. If you don't know what your pastor possesses that can change your life for the better, it says that you are in ignorance. And understand this, according to the scripture, God's people, not sinners, God's people, perish for lack of knowledge. Rejecting knowledge. Causes you to perish. Rejecting what God's prophet is releasing. Causes you to perish. I've seen folk. I I, I have been releasing the word. And and God be telling me it's for her. It's for him. But the person just pushes the word aside. And 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 sometimes God will allow me just to follow up with the person. The word being been released for for them to receive their deliverance, for them to start being productive in life. But because they reject the word, four or five weeks later, after the word has been released, I, they'll come to me. I said, how everything going? Pastor, it ain't going well. Well, what's, what's happening? Such and such and such and such. Well, let me ask you something. You remember I preached such and such. You been doing that? Yeah, the hesitate just like y'all. Pastor, I'm going to tell you the truth. I heard what you said, Pastor, but I ain't been doing it. Like I should, I've been, I've been kind of. You can't kind of do the word. You either going to do it or not. See, see, the word transforms your life, but it cannot transform it if you don't follow it. It can't change you if you don't apply it to your situation. See, because some saints want a quick fix. And sometimes God will release it instantly. But sometimes God will allow you to go through a process. But the bottom line, you have to know your prophet. You have to know your pastor to the point to where when you're going through something, you know that he or she is the person you need to listen to in order to get your deliverance especially when you know that that person seeks the face of God week in and week out. She knew Elisha had the word for her. And so she cried, told Elisha her story, told him that the creditor was on the way, To get her babies. Get her sons. Elisha didn't go to her house but he was concerned about what was in her house. Creditor on his way, huh? What do you have in your house? Elijah, can I paraphrase? I'm going to tell you the truth. It ain't nothing in that house but a jar of all. That's all we got. A jar of all. No flour, no meal, No chicken necks, no chicken legs. A jaw of all. She didn't even have what she needed to live by. She she didn't even have food to eat that day. And if that was all in the house, she didn't even have clothing. At at, at least, at at most houses, there was was a cart, a mule, a a donkey, a a something. All I got is a jaw of all. If Elijah wasn't bona fide, he would have said, Girl, you in bad shape. You ain't bad shape. You ain't got nobody that. But though it is not stated in the text, in Elijah's spirit, that's enough. That's enough. And, and, and get this, the, the jar of all was not a big jar. When you consider the Hebrew word, it was actually a small jar of all. But, but still, in Elijah's spirit, it was enough. How many know God can work with something tiny? Matter of fact, God can work with nothing. You know God can work with Nothing. He, he took some dust and caused a man to be made. And then, then after he took the dust and formed man, he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and he became a living soul. Say to your neighbor, God can work with nothing or just a little something, something. Oh, God, God can work with nothing or just a little something, something. Don't never count God out. Don't never think it's not gonna work out for you just because you don't have a whole lot. It don't take a whole lot for God to work. It don't take a whole lot for God to show up and show out. Lord, I done got off the text. Is somebody in here? You don't have much. You don't have much, but God is going to take the little that you have, and he's going to cause blessings to come your way, not just from the north, south, east, and west, but from seven ways. I found three folks and tell them I'm getting ready to be blessed. God getting ready to do something for me I don't have a whole lot But God getting ready to take the little that I have And he's going to multiply it He's going to make it good Some of us remember where, where we used to be We didn't have much Some of us didn't have nothing We didn't have a partner Nor a yard to throw it out Look at somebody and say, the Lord brought me from a long way. And some of us got the nerve when we get to go through trouble to wonder if God is gonna do it, to wonder how it's gonna turn out. Have you forgotten where God brought you? Have you forgotten how God? How many can remember how God brought you out? Folks that counted you out, but God still brought you out folks who you could normally rely on wouldn't even help you wouldn't even look your way but God still brought you out and say to your neighbor God changes not and because he changes not he gonna bring you out this time too You better prepare yourself. You better stay in the Word. You better keep coming to the church. Getting what does, saith God, because God is going to release something through your prophet that's going to cause your life to be transformed for the better and send you a blessing seven ways from Sunday. But listen, sit down, sit down. Listen, Listen to this listen to this he didn't go to the house didn't need to go to the house all he, all he needed to give her was a word He didn't need to lay no hands. He he didn't need need to jingle no coins together. All he needed to do was give her a word because the man of God recognized there is power in the word of God. I don't care what you say. The word of God is the most valuable thing on this earth. The, The word of God is more valuable than that nice car you drive. The word of God is more powerful than that money. All that money you got in seven banks. All right, sit down. Listen, listen to this. He had to give her instructions. Salvation is threefold. He had to give her instructions on how she was going to receive her Deliverance, protection, and prosperity. I got to give you instructions. See, instructions are vital if you're going to be prosperous. Divine Knowledge and understanding in the form of instructions are vital if you're going to come out of that hole. If your debt is going to be reduced, if your debt is going to be eliminated, you have to follow instruction. I want to show you a passage. I'm almost done. Y'all saying with me? Yeah. Proverbs, 4th chapter. One verse, verse 13. Proverbs 4 and 13. Take firm hold of what instruction why do you have to take firm hold? Be- because there are demons that would try to take truth from you. Will try to take your instructions. Trials will try to make you forget your instructions. Lukewarm church folk and sinners will try to pull you away from instruction. Professionals will try to talk you out of your instructions, will try to say to you it just don't make no sense. I know you love your preacher but what he telling you to do it just don't make no sense well let me tell you something Mr. Professional God himself said it don't make no sense when it come to folk like you because his ways are not as your ways his thoughts and or not as your thought, as high as the heavens are from the earth, so are his thoughts, and so are his ways. Let me tell you a little something else, professional. God is not a man that he should lie, not the son of man that he should repent. If he said a thing, he will make it good. Let me tell you a little something else. Heaven and earth shall pass, but nothing God said, nothing God wrote is going to pass away. Nothing God speaks through Men and women of God is going to pass away. Why? Once God sends forth his word. It will not return unto him void. Say to your neighbor, you got to hold on the instructions. Even when it looks like they're not working, you still have to hold on. You can't follow God's instructions by sight. Because a child of God does not walk by sight but by faith. The things that we see are just temporary. They're not going to last. But the instructions that God gives you, they will overcome obstacles. They will overcome roadblocks. They will do everything that you need them to do. But you got to hold on to instructions. Are you still with me? Now notice the second part. We know that we are to hold firm to instructions but consider this do not let go Lord he's emphasizing we got to hold on look at the reason oh Lord he does it a third time keep her how many understand you have to keep your instructions because look what he said hold on Right? You need to hold them. Don't let. And then keep them. But notice. Keep her. Why? For she is your. She is your what? Your existence. Depends on instructions. Depends on you carrying out instructions. And notice, Solomon refers to instruction as a female. Reason being, instructions have creative power. Instructions can produce One thing, three things, 10 things, 20 things. If, if, if God gives you one instruction, that instruction can cause you to get a blessing in the north, the south, the east, the west. Then here comes somebody from the northwest, southeast with more blessings but, it, but it's coming just because you follow one one divine instruction why? because again instructions have creative power much can be birth brought forth when you carry out Get this, divine instructions. And so, Elijah gave her specific instructions. So you just have all. This is what I want you to do. First instruction. I want you to go and borrow a whole lot of vessels from your neighbors, from everywhere. Just go get your vessels. In other words, I don't want you to be lazy. I want you to go and get them from everywhere you can. It's going to require you not to be lazy. Say to your neighbor, there are some blessings that are dependent on you not being lazy. I'm tired. I done you know, went up to these two houses. You, you sure I need to go down there? He said go everywhere. If he said go everywhere, he means go everywhere. Because if you go two places and come back, you won't get your miracle. And he told her, he said, now, now, when you go everywhere to get the vessels, then I want you to come back to the house and shut the door. The implication, don't let nobody in. Except you and your sons. It, it's, it's an allusion to what, to what Jesus did when death had invaded the house told the parents to come in and told a couple of his disciples to come in but said keep everybody else out if we're going to get this blessing it's going to depend on us we don't need nobody coming through the door trying to be nosy we don't need nobody coming over here that's going to hinder all to us stop this miracle from taking place you can't tell your business to everybody you can't trust everybody with what God has told you he's going to do in your life you have to be careful with the instructions that God has given you and let me tell you something there are some instructions that God will give you ain't no need in you trying to share with everybody because they may not work for everybody Matter of fact, God can give you some instructions and somebody tell you something like, you know, I tried that right now and and it just didn't work for me. Well, it didn't work for you because you probably got it out of some book, but I know God gave it to me and I know God ain't gonna let his word fall to the ground. Listen to this. Let, Let me tell you why it's so important from a biblical standpoint. When the woman with the issue of blood looked at all of the people touching Jesus, she said within herself, if I touch him, something gonna happen. I don't care who's touching him right now. If I just touch him, it's gonna happen. And see, that's how you have to be. Some." instruction God gives you you may hear somebody say I tried that it didn't work you got to get that out of your mind and recognize God gave you your rhema and if he gave you your rhema that means it's tailored for you that means it's tailored for your situation that means God has ordained for something to come into being just for you listen to this He said, and, and when you done shut the door I want you to take the vessels one by one and I want you to pour the oil until the vessel is full and when you get one full I want you to take it and set it aside and I want you to do like manner with all of the vessels Don't try to start on one, two, and three. Fill up one. Set it aside. Don't try to hurry the process. And see, that's what some of us try to do. You do not need to get anxious. You need to just let God handle things. His way. I need to say this. God's timetable is not the same. As your timex. <laughs> Stick to the plan. Follow the process. Fill up one. Don't be looking over at well. I can't wait till I fill up that now. Fill up one. Set it aside. Go through the process. How many have seen people that, that, that wanted something so bad to where they, they jumped in it and, and they made a mess? Just follow the process. Let it happen in God's timing. The best time is God's time. She filled up all the vessels that were present. And that's indicated in the text when she asked her son for for another vessel. He said, it ain't no more. And then the oil ceased. Now understand this. Her two sons are the only ones with her in that room. Elijah and released the word, the church service is over. She then went home and putting it into action.. She went back to Elijah after she had followed the first set of instructions. She didn't touch that arm. She didn't come up with her own little plan. She didn't touch that arm. She went back. Elisha, I done did exactly what you told me to do. Now, I don't know if she told him how many vessels she filled up or not. We don't see it in the text. Well, maybe God told Elijah, well, we don't see that in the text either. Well, Elijah probably knew, oh, Elijah can see through walls now. No. God is the only one that's omniscient. But what Elijah did know is that if she followed these instructions that I got from God, it's gonna work out for her. I don't need to know how many vessels. If if it was important how many vessels she filled up, we would would have read it in the text. It would be in the text. That was not important. The important thing was that she followed instructions. And not knowing how many vessels she filled up, he he did know from God, who is omniscient, what the next set of instructions would be. Look at the next set of instructions. Go and sell the all. You're business woman now. I don't want I don't want you to be slow for in business. I want you to be an effective business owner and go sell that all. Go take care of business. Sell it, and the implication is, and do so wisely. Why is that? Because I want you to sell it and take a portion of the money, pay off your creditor, and live off the rest. In other words, if you sell this stuff right, if you sell them vessels right, you set. So what what I need you to do is make sure you sell enough to where you know that you're going to have the means to pay off the creditor. And get this, that you and your household going to be a household blessing. You and your household going to live off the rest. And she went and did what Elijah told her to do. Isn't that a blessing? Amen. And on that note, I'm done. I'm done. Thank you for listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. Please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Until next time, remember... Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly.